Tate Chronicles now transmitting. Welcome to the Tate Chronicles on Healthcare Now Radio. And now, here's your host, Jim Tate. Good day, citizens of the free world from border to border, coast to coast, and to all that ships at sea, I bring you a warm welcome. This is your correspondent, Jim Tate, and thank you for tuning in to the Tate Chronicles. Join me as we cut through the fog that exists at the leading edge of healthcare technology. My guest today is Dan Dodson. Dan is the System Director for Digital Health and Innovation at UNC Health. That's University of North Carolina Health. Actually, uh, Dan's only about three miles away from me right now because I live in Chapel Hill also. He leads digital transformation from conception through execution. Dan's focus is on how health technologies, digital health technologies, can be used to generate system growth, enhance patient-centered care, evolve care delivery models, promote population health, and support innovation and research within the system. That's a pretty big plate. Dan, welcome to the Tate Chronicles. Thank you very much, Jim. I really appreciate being here. I know that uh, that really our core topic today is something that I'm, I'm very interested in because I'm actually a user of the uh, UNC Health uh, patient-facing technology. Um, and I know v- you've worked with two digital health startups co- to combine different services under a common digital experience that is patient-facing. And so... Um, hopefully, this is one of those cases where one plus one can equal three. There's that kind of synergy. Yeah. And so, who are, who are those digital startups, and what brought about this collaboration? Yeah. So, um, so the two uh, companies that that we worked with is uh, one is Gozio Health, and they're based out of Atlanta. And so, Gozio is is really known um, as as a mobile app platform, but their sweet spot and sort of their, their main selling point has been their wayfinding okay. functionality. And and that's what really brought us to Gozio. Um, and it's been just a little over three years that we've been working with them that we've launched. And, um, you know, as you know, Jim, within Chapel Hill, we have our, our medical center, which is a large campus with about six hospitals. And we're building a new surgical tower. And mm. because of all the construction going on, that's what really moved the needle and enabled us to sort of start that wayfinding. And for folks who aren't really familiar with wayfinding, that is, think of it as a Google Maps inside the hospital. So it's a blue dot sort of tracks you and, and they have a really cool technology that uh, works as well in the basement as it does up on the top floor and uh, just great team to work with. So so that was one. And, and we were building a lot of features around that experience, you know, expanding that capability. And then another one that we worked with is Well Health, and they're based out of Santa Barbara, California. And Well is is really one of the leaders in text messaging communications. And so we really use them for our text appointment reminders. Um, we've since implemented uh, bi-directional texting, so our patients can text the, the clinic using the landline phone number we mass at. So the number they're familiar with, they can use that. Uh, we do a lot of our text messaging campaigns, so marketing outreach, operations, our pop health. And there's just an, in broadcast messaging, we, we do that on inclement weather. We can we can allow the, the clinics to sort of shut things down if, you know, a doc's out or a clinic has to close. And so so both of them have been great partners, and we've 
we've and, and we've been with well a little over probably about two two and a half years so so i'm kind of curious about this wayfinding so if uh you know we're, we're all used to um uh google maps or whatever folks use to go from one place to another um but are you saying this also works inside the building if you're going to an appointment it will help lead you uh through the actual building itself sure yes and so we've actually launched that we we're about 18 hospitals when you think of all the different you know smaller number of campuses but number of hospitals that are either owned or affiliated with unc We've um, launched internal wayfinding at six of those, really within the Research Triangle area. And for folks not familiar with North Carolina, the Research Triangle is really the Raleigh-Durham-Chapel Hill area. Research Triangle is a, a tech hub within the Mid-Atlantic here. But um, it is um, it will take you from your home to the appropriate parking garage. Um, you can save your spot, not meaning reserve a spot, but once you park somewhere, you can locate that mm. and sort of record it. So when you leave and you forget which uh, door you came out of and which parking garage, it'll actually take you back and take you back to your car. So that's a cool feature. And we have um, you have your images, so you, all your information about that those locations, hours, and a little bit of blurb and all that stuff, as well as all that other information of your food, your your bathrooms, your ATMs. And so guests who are coming into the hospital, not only can we get you to the right department, if you need a cup of coffee or you need to go get a sandwich or something, we can get you there and get you back. And, and so that's been implemented at a number of our hospitals and especially at a location like the Med Center, which is just a very large, it started in 1955 and it's been built. And so Chapel Hill by name is on a hill. So like you could be in one hospital and then move to the next hospital and it changes floor levels but um the wayfinding is just a, um, a really great feature and we've we've actually find our patients as well as our staff really love that kind of uh, behind the scenes of this black box i'm kind of curious things about like when uh when a renovation takes place and uh new maps need to be redrawn internal maps of the building how complex is that how long does that take to do um, it really depends upon the complexity, but um, we work mm -hmm. with the, the Gozio team, and they're they're great. There's there's a couple of things that could potentially happen. So one is if you're just doing construction and you have to close off a hallway for a few days, or elevators are down, and we want them to come in through a different door, we can turn those things around in hours. So we work with the Gozio team. We tell them what to do. Those are those those require a little bit more of the back office work, and so they are our partners in that that sort of update. If we're moving departments or it's a new build, and they have to actually come back in and install what we call Bluetooth low energy beacons, so BLE beacons, and they sort of go off your your Bluetooth off your handset, and that's why you're not using Wi-Fi or cell, and that's cellular network, and that's why it works much better in, in different locations, but that may require a little bit longer just because they have to have the crews come out, sure. install it and sort of map it. And they do some magic behind all of that. But um, those are quick turnarounds. I mean, those those don't take, um, you know, they work with us. We we usually know, obviously, what's coming down the, the path. And so we we plan accordingly and get that done. So, and so you, you mentioned, uh, so is this running on cellular data, not Wi-Fi? 
Yeah, it's it's actually using your phone's Bluetooth, and okay. so it's it's not really on the cellular. It's using Bluetooth, but um, and then those beacons are mapped out throughout the hallways, and so it correlates where you are within the location and, and using that blue dot. So once again, if you think about Google Maps, most folks are familiar with that. Um, it will show you as a blue dot. It'll show the route you're going to go to that department that you're heading for. And as you're walking down the hallway, if it, the pharmacy is there on your left, you're going to look at the map and you'll see the pharmacy there on your left. And it'll track you. And if you do go off track, um, it will redirect you back on um, to the right location. It'll also track you through the elevators. So in some cases, if people have used similar services and you get on the elevator and it loses your signal and, and then has to refine you, this this sort of keeps keeps you connected all the way through the experience. But uh, it will take you from point A to point B and it's very hard to get lost. And in some of these larger campuses, um, you know, I, I work within our ISD group, which is our IT organization. So I'm over at the hospital every so often. And so, you know, I use it just because, you know, we're like, oh, we're, we have a meeting over here. We got to meet a group in this section. And um, I'm not that familiar with that campus. And so we find that uh, it's, it's, it's a very helpful tool for folks like myself. Yeah, um, and so, yeah, there's one thing I was curious about whether once I arrive at the hospital, did I need to join the hospital's Wi-Fi? It sounds like I don't. No, no. We have actually beacons in the parking garages. Well, so what it'll mm -hmm. do is as you're leaving your house to go to the hospital, and this is what we also do for a lot of our ambulatory sites. So our, our, we have over 550 sites around that um, we get you point to point directions, but to the front door. But um, the Gozio app will actually tie into your existing mapping service on your phone. So if you are a Google Maps um, person or Waze or Apple Maps, it will allow you to use that. It'll predefine and we can put the lat long so you can get it to the if you want them to come in X door versus a different door, you know, you can sort of get them to the right spot or that is why if um, in, a, in a larger campus where you may have multiple parking garages, if we know you're going to the radiology department and that's on the west side of the campus, we'll take you to the parking garage on that side. So you don't park on the wrong side and then have to walk clear on the other side to, to the other side of the campus. Um, and then once I mentioned, like you can save your spot, but those um, beacons are within the the garage as well so we can get you from the parking garage into the hospital and then obviously back out to get you home and so um who came up with this idea and and how did you reach out and find uh well and and gozio how'd that process take so initially um you know to identify those those two we did you know a review and as as part of my function um, you know, I'm always out there looking at, at sort of who's in the marketplace and, and who's who's sort of a leader in that space. Um, we had done a lot of work looking at wayfinding companies. One of the things that drove me to Gozio is that not only did they have a great wayfinding service, but they had a, a mobile app or what I really call is like an umbrella app or a platform that allowed us to bring a lot of other content under that. What I didn't want was a one trick pony. 
where you do wayfinding. And it's great for those folks who need wayfinding when they're at the hospital, but hopefully most of us aren't in the hospital that often. Um, I wanted an app that um, people could use and, and tap into the UNC Health Services on an ongoing basis. So, um, so we did, you know, uh, a due diligence. We looked at a number of different companies, actually toured another hospital there in Atlanta uh, who had that service and, and was just really impressed. And so that's what started us down the path with Gozio. And then with Well, um, we had done a lot of work uh, within some messaging spaces with other services. We had an existing vendor in place and um, really came in with them. And one of the things I liked about Well is that they really focused on um, staying in their swim lane to some extent. Some some digital health companies want to be all things to all people, and, and that's hard to do in this space. Um, they have since expanded, but there's so many different use cases you can do within that text messaging space. Um, and we've we've really worked with them to grow the use cases, but um, they were just a market leader. We actually did a trial with them. So, you know, we didn't just jump immediately, but we, we sort of kept both of our old platform as well as the new platform in place and then quickly switched over and, and roll that out across the enterprise. I, I mentioned I'm part uh, I've seen my uh, healthcare from UNC Health. And so I've had a, a patient portal, but when I found out, uh, really, as we were talking about doing this interview, Dan, that this app was available, I downloaded it this morning and, and was using it. And one thing I really liked was there, there is uh, where I live, a UNC emergency room about three miles north of me and three miles south. And it showed me the wait times for both of those. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that, that's that's that, one of the great features. That's pretty it. amazing. Yeah. It, yeah. Yeah. It, um, you know, I, I'm, uh, my, my background's a little bit different. I've, I've been in healthcare for probably the last nine or 10 years, but prior to that, I worked in the wireless industry and I worked for a lot of the large wireless carriers. And I always make the joke that uh, I used to work on developing all the things that waste your time today. So all your gaming and streaming apps and things on your mobile phone. And so I have that mobile first mindset. So I, I think that the, the best experience, you know, everybody, I could give you a thousand stats on on the value of, of people and how often they use their phone. And, you know, you, you you won't leave home without it type of thing. And that is a perfect example, Jim, of what you use of the value of the mobile. Um, it will show you a map. It will show a blue dot, once again, of where you are, wherever it is in that geographic area. It'll show all the urgent cares around with the, the real-time wait times. And it'll also show the emergency departments in the hospitals. And you can sort of filter those. And if you see one, you just click on it. It brings up a card shows you a picture, tells you the hours, the phone number, all that, you know, general metadata around it. And then you can click on a button and it'll give you directions from wherever you are to, you know, to that location. And so, you know, a, a perfect example would be if you were out and about and you're at your kid's soccer game and they sprain their ankle and you need to find urgent care real quick and you're in a different part of town you're not familiar with. Now you can look at that find the closest urgent care. And, and you know, I think you just sort of mentioned it, like you may find the closest urgent care has a longer wait time, but if you drew, drove a couple of miles further, it may have a much shorter wait time. So it's just a great tool, um, gives you a visual representation. People don't know urgent care names, or even if you said what street it's on, you may not know that, but you can just look at a map and see what's closest to you. 
Well, as I mentioned, since I'm part of the system, uh, from the app, one click, and I'm into my medical record. If uh, is it required that uh, anybody who downloads and uses the apps be part of the system already? No. So, so that was that was another key feature about it is that we wanted to, um, you know, we don't track user data on this. Um, you are anonymous. All, all we would know is you're you're using an iPhone so that we can monitor for quality and, and make sure that we've got the right experience going for it. But um, the example you just mentioned too, so uh, my UNC chart or, or my chart, our, our EHR system, our electronic health record system is EPIC. And, um, and that's the patient portal app that they use. And so we, we really want those to be complements. So the, the portal or the my UNC chart app is really tying into your, your medical records. So if you need to see your labs or refill your prescriptions or communicate with your care team, that's what that app is really focused on. But we wanted to make it easy for you to access that from the UNC health app. And so there is a, a my chart button there. You can click on that, and it just basically brings you over to the new app. Now, it's it's what we call um, a smart link, and we can talk a little bit about that integration between Well and Gozio and sort of how how we married those worlds up. But in this case, a smart link is just if you click that, it will look to see on your handset do you have the my chart app already downloaded? If not, it will take you to the appropriate app store. So you know, Google Play or, or Apple App Store, and then you can download it. Once it's downloaded, the next time you click that button, it'll just bring you to that app on your phone. So it, it's not necessarily integrated. It's just connected so that you can easily go from one app to the other. As this collaboration was taking place from, I guess, conception to going live, and by the way, when was it launched, Dan? Well, so yeah, so we, as I mentioned, we we launched with Gozi about three years ago, and with Well probably a little over two, two and a half years ago. But um, one of the things that we did recently, well, actually, there was there's two phases to it. So um, one of the things that I always look at as we look at our digital health ecosystem, so all the different platforms within UNC Health, is how can we create a cohesive patient experience. That, that marries up these two different systems. So from a, an end user, I really don't care who the vendor is or what the service is. I want it to just work for me and how, how it makes it a little more efficient. So we launched with Gozio um, and we were, you know, we had done some internal marketing in the hospital where you put digital signage or you put signage around so that people knew that there was a service for that. And it was doing well. I mean, we we were happy with the results, but about nine months into it, um, I really wanted to utilize the Well platform. So your text appointment reminder. So we send a text appointment reminder seven days out, three days out, and one day out prior to your appointment. And then once you confirm and say yes, I'm gonna I'm gonna be able to make it, or you can also cancel and reschedule. But if you confirm, there'll be a link in that in that text message that you get, that'll give you a little bit of an explanation of the UNC Health app. It's like, if you need directions and all this other information, you click that link and that will actually allow you to download the UNC Health app. And, and so what we're trying to do is create this call to action. So I can tell you, hey, this is a really cool app, go download it. 
we get hit with so much advertising, people sometimes don't really register that. But if I'm saying, hey, you've got an appointment coming up next Tuesday and you may not know how to get there, do you want an app to help you actually get from your house to that location? People are much more in tune to download it. And when we implemented that, we saw our average daily downloads from that UNC Health app increased by 443%. So if you looked at our sort of growth rate, we were on this pretty good trajectory. We implemented that and it was just like, it just shot straight up. And we've recently enhanced that. So now we call it a deep link. It will allow you to, when you download that app, now it'll pre-populate that. Even if you download it from an app store, once it's downloaded and you open up that app, the UNC Health app, it will be pre-populated with the location of your appointment that we're pulling from Well. So we're partnering between Well and Gozio so that when you click on the text message, you click that link, it'll download the UNC Health app and it'll already be pre-populated with the, um, the location that you're going to. And, and then another cool feature with that is that if you happen to get that seven day reminder and you download the app and it says, oh, this is how you get to your, you know, your appointment location. And you're like, well, that's fantastic. But my appointment's next week. So it's not really that valuable to me. We now allow you to save that to your mobile phone's calendar as an appointment so if it's next Tuesday at two o'clock, it'll put that in there. It'll have the location, it'll have the time, and it'll have the, the provider. And then you, you know, 30 minutes before you're ready to take off, you go to your mobile calendar, you see that appointment reminder, you open it up, and there's a link in that appointment reminder on your phone. And you click on that, and then it'll reopen the app that's already pre-populated. So that way you don't have to go find the text or re, you know, try to remember where you saw that. It's already in your calendar. And we've seen, we just launched that new feature last May. So about five months ago, and we've seen you know, about 4,000 people use that um, service that um, saving appointments to their mobile calendar. So we think that's a cool enhancement as well. And those were my questions. What was going to be the next steps? And it sounds like you've got ongoing uh, enhancements. Um, but it leads me to the question, um, if if a patient has feedback on the app or something else they like seeing it, is, do, is there a way for you to receive that, yeah. that feedback from a patient? Yeah, we, we actually have within the app... Um, it's not, we're actually, um, strangely enough, we are going to be doing um, the same survey, but we're going to put it in a more prominent, we're going to put a little banner ad at the top of it and allow people to click and, and give feedback from that. But if you go into the more menu, then there is a, a place for people to uh, provide feedback. And it is a survey that we've had since we've launched. So we can we can see um, sort of the the different, you know, the responses over time as we add new features, you can see how that that may move the needle. But um, yeah, we're always looking for feedback. And, and then from the app stores, you'll also get reviews from that. Um, that was one of the things that we would see sometimes if, if people were um, less enthusiastic, it tended to be because they were they were conflating to some extent what my chart, the my UNC chart does. They're like, well, I can't refill my prescription. So, um, which isn't 
a feature that's in the UNC Health app. And so I get that people can get confused because they're similar sounding names and there's two mobile apps and it's one healthcare system. So that's where we're always looking at ways to marry up whatever experience we can from the MyChart experience to the UNC Health. And, and we'll try to do that going both directions so that those things really are complements to each other and not, they don't step on each other to some extent. They, they're, they're really a complement. Dan, I know we're talking in October, and uh, the health conference, HLTH 2022, is just around the corner and be in Las Vegas, November 13th through 16th. I know uh, Gozio Health will be there. Are you going to plan to be there also, Dan? Unfortunately, I'm not going to be able to make it to that conference. Um, I always like to go to those if I can, but uh, the timing just did not work out. Yeah, yeah, me too. I wish I was going to be there. Um, well, we're getting near the end. And to our audience, I want to say thanks for joining me on this episode of the Take Chronicles. And of course, I offer a special salute to my guest today, Dan Dodson of UNC Health. Dan, thanks for coming aboard today. It was my pleasure. Always great to talk to you, Jim. You can find more information on this show's program page at healthcarenowradio.com. Until we meet again, here's wishing you smooth sailing and safe harbors. Tape Chronicles transmission ending now.